for a lot of my life, I always felt so rejected and that people didn't want me or like I'd never fit in. Like in that moment, it was like, wow, like God actually sees me. Like he actually has heard my prayers. And it was just in that moment that God really met me. This is the Unseen Story, firsthand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of his children. What God has done for our storytellers, he lives to do for you. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. Have you ever battled a broken heart or shattered self-image or maybe a broken body? One of God's very names is Healer, Jehovah Rapha. It's who he is. Isabella shares how God healed her in today's episode, Healing the Broken Places. Yeah, so my name's Isabella Peck. Um, I'm a co- not a college graduate. I have four more years. Um, <laughs> I'm a high school graduate. Um, I just turned 18 as well. So big step toward adulthood, I guess. Um, I actually grew up in a military household, so I'm a military brat. For pretty much my whole life, I traveled and I moved around. It was really hard, though. I remember being younger just because my dad was always gone for the holidays. Um, He was always gone for probably like half a year at a time, uh, just being overseas. And looking back on it, I realized that kind of really affected me and how like I saw myself. Not that my dad did anything wrong. It wasn't anybody's fault, but, you know, just not having my dad there really hurt me. But I always had my mom and my mom's always been really supportive and uh, my grandparents as well. Um, I had to grow up pretty quick as like two. I feel like just because my mom was not a single parent, but she was by herself for um, a lot of our childhood. And I have a younger brother as well. So I would always help with him. And yeah, fourth grade, we ended up moving uh, across the country to New Mexico. And a lot of stuff happened with our family that really like, it really hurt. My dad actually ended up cheating on my mom um, when I was in fourth grade, when we had just moved. And, you know, it was a new place. We were away from all our family. And that just really like, it was hard. I feel like after that, my trust towards my dad just like crumbled or honestly towards like any man, because I always felt like they were going to reject me or abandon me. Um, And on top of that, too, like my dad wasn't always physically there. And so I feel like that's kind of when I started being very lustful, like not even in the sense of having relationships, but also like lustful towards like different things. Um, I was always had this mindset like, okay, I have to take care of myself. Like nobody's going to take care of me. Like I'm just going to look out for myself because everyone that seems like or told me that they cared about me, like just left or they betrayed me. And so I had like these walls up. I did not, I just didn't trust anybody. But I was also at the same time looking for something to satisfy me. Like, although I grew up in a Christian household, I went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. Like I didn't have that like deep connection with God. And so I was always looking for something to satisfy me. Like I turned to boys to satisfy me or like a relationship. But obviously that didn't work out because then it just left me more broken than to begin with. And then in eighth grade, we were going to move again. And by this time, like your family was doing better. It wasn't as rocky, I guess you could say. And so 
we moved again and now we're living in Las Vegas, which is where I currently live in right now. And that was eighth grade. But before we moved, um, like probably six months before I moved, um, a few kids from the youth group, we were playing this game called KGB. And basically you have to go from point A to point B without getting caught. So we started at the church. And so we would have to try and go like two miles down to like this movie theater. And you had to try to get there without getting caught. And there's people chasing you in cars. It was really crazy. But I remember before we, before I got dropped off, my dad was like, okay, make sure like you're with somebody. Don't try and like be by yourself. Like make sure you're with someone. Cause it was dark too. And it was pretty sketch out there. So yeah. <laughs> so the person I was with that I was playing with ended up running off without me. And I was all by myself, like walking the streets. And so I was like trying to text my friends, like, where are you guys? Nobody was answering. And so I went and I kind of went in this plaza area. Nobody, all the stores were closed. There was nobody there. And this truck pulled up, but my dad had the same exact truck. So when I, I was like, oh crap, like my dad's here. He was spying on me. (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble for being by myself. Some guy got out and it wasn't my dad. So I had this terrible gut feeling like I needed to run. So I was running and I fell onto the street. I like busted my chin open. Um, I went into shock. I literally like in the cartoons, when people fall, they like see stars. I legitimately saw stars when I fell. Like it was bad. Three of my teeth broke in half. I could like feel it. One of them like was rolling around in my mouth. So I was trying to unlock my phone and blood was dripping down. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I called my dad. He came and he picked me up. Um, we went to the ER, I got stitches, which honestly was on my bucket list, fun times. And then the next morning, I remember when I woke up, I cannot open my mouth. Like we, at that point, we didn't know my jaw was broken just because, um, I guess at the ER, the x-rays weren't like strong enough to see that it was broken. Um, it wasn't like my physical, like my jawbone, but I broke the joint. So from that point on, I basically went to dentist appointments all the time. The doctor told me, or one of them told me that it would probably just take about three years for it to heal on its own. And then after that, I had to get braces in order to fix whatever was left. Um, I had to get my teeth fixed. So I have like three fake teeth in my mouth. <laughs> um, like it's weird. Cause this always sticks out to me, but I remember after when I was like fine enough to go to church, um, I showed up. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, like, that's so like bad that that happened to you. Like, are you okay? And I remember like my youth pastor at the time was like, oh, like, that's crazy. Like, man, like, I hope you feel better. I don't know. But for me personally, like that was weird. Knowing what I know now, like knowing what God can do. It's like, why did nobody ask to pray for me? Um, And so we ended up moving uh, that December. And so by that time I was, I was still in eighth grade. I was almost done. I was almost a freshman. And so we started going to the church that we're at now. And I remember the first day that we showed up, I, at this point, we've been to like religious churches, like, like no deliverance, no healing, none of that. And so I didn't even know that was available. Like I did not know people could get healed. I didn't know people could have demons. Like I didn't know Holy Spirit was still moving. But I remember the first day that we went to the church, like, and we opened the doors, like the presence of God, like, I don't know how to explain it, but literally 
the presence of God was so tangible that it actually knocked the breath out of me. Like I was like, <gasps> like, it's crazy. I had never experienced or felt anything like that. The church that we're at, um, people get healed, people get like delivered crazy testimonies. I've never heard of, of people getting healed, like people getting healed of cancer, cancer tumors, dissolving crazy things. I've seen people that were paralyzed, hopes the church get healed. And so I was like, okay, if all these people are getting healed, I think God could heal my jaw. So for a few months, I think three months, like every Sunday, I would go up to the altar. I would ask God, God, I've seen you heal other people. So I know you can do it for me. Um, nothing happened, but I still like was persistent. I was like, okay, like God, come on. Like, I know you can do this. And so it was May at this point. So it was before my birthday, actually. Someone had invited my mom and me to this. It was like this creative night. Um, and people were just praying and worshiping and like painting and doing like prophetic art and stuff. So that was really cool. And we went and at the end, someone asked, does anybody need prayer for anything? And I almost didn't say anything. They were literally like, they were actually moving on. And I was like, well, actually I, my jaw's broken. Holy Spirit convicted me. He was like, girl, you better say something right now. So they ended up praying for me and my jaw started chattering and I wasn't cold, but it just started like going off. And I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> um, and so they, they were done praying for me. And so they asked me, okay, like do something that you couldn't do before. And at that point, my jaw, like it, it would pop all the time when I would eat, it would get really tired after a while from eating. Like I couldn't eat cheeseburgers steak none of that it was terrible it would it would just sucked and I couldn't open my mouth very wide either um just because like the joint how it was like it just I could not um and so I opened my mouth and I was like wait I wasn't able to do this before like this is what and usually too like when I would open my mouth it would kind of hurt when it got to a certain point but I was like okay wait it's not hurting anymore but like there's still like a little bit so he prayed for me again and I was completely healed like it was just in that moment that God really met me and showed me like, I actually care for you. Like I've heard your prayers and I've seen the pain that you were in because for a lot of my life, I always felt so rejected and that people didn't want me or like I'd never fit in. Like in that moment, it was like, wow, like God actually sees me. Like he actually has heard my prayers and, and someone prophesied over me too. Um, and she told me that she got like this picture and it was me staring at myself, but in like a broken mirror and like some of the pieces were missing and it was just really cracked. But she said that she saw God, um, like restore the mirror and like restore how I saw myself and even like the shame that I was carrying. Cause I did carry a lot of shame, um, because I broke my jaw just because it's really expensive. <laughs> and I felt like a lot of shame and a lot of guilt for a long time. Cause I feel like I put my parents through so much. So that word like really touched me and really impacted me. And like how I saw myself after that, it just showed me that like God was always there with me. Like even when I felt like he wasn't, or I felt like I wasn't seen or loved, like God was there with me. So after the meeting, we went in the car my mom and we were crying. I, she was like, okay, like we have to see if you can eat something. So I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and I ended up getting a cheeseburger, like a medium fry. And I ate the entire thing. Like my jaw didn't pop once. It didn't hurt. It didn't get tired. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can eat food again. Um, and even too, I remember the next morning when I woke up, I was like, still kind of like, I guess you could say I was a little skeptical. I was like, was I really healed? You know, like I was kind of just like testing the waters a little bit. 
And I remember I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, I'm about to yawn. Let's see if my jaw's going to pop or hurt or anything. And I was able to yawn and it didn't hurt. And then I woke up and I was like, hey, I'm going to eat cereal now. And I was able to eat cereal and it didn't hurt. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I actually remember for my birthday, because it was a few days after, I was like, okay, I'm going to get some steak now. And I was able to eat the steak. So God bless. So then um, (laughs) I was so excited. Like, I actually have a picture of me eating the steak because I had a meal with eating steak. At that point, though, I remember I knew I was called to ministry, but I didn't want to be like I did, but I didn't because I was like, I don't like speaking in front of people. But I was like, hey, I'm going to have to suck it up and do it somehow. So it was towards probably the almost end of freshman year, probably like around April. Um, we actually had a conference at our church. And it was a women's conference. And there was one night they were talking about the power of testimony. And they were like, okay, give a testimony. You can come up and share it. And there was a lot of people there. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I felt Holy Spirit tell me, go up there and share what I've done for you, like with your jaw. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I went up there and um, I ended up sharing my testimony. And then I prayed afterward. And like, there's just something about when you're under like the anointing or like under the power of God that it's just not even you anymore. Like, it's just Holy Spirit speaking through you. And that's how I felt in that moment. Like, it was just boldness I've never had before. Like, I was not scared. I was not timid. I was up there yelling. Like, it was, it was coming out, you know? And um, I remember just like standing up there afterward, like, wow, (laughs) I don't know who this person is, but I kind of like her. And so um, uh, I remember there was this lady, though, that was I was like still kind of up on the stage, like to the side. Um, But there was this lady on the corner of the stage, like crying. And she motioned the uh, pastor's wife over. And so she was talking to her and then she brought her up. And the lady was talking about how she was actually a prostitute for like a long time. And I guess she had gotten beat up one night. And her jaw had actually been broken for about nine years and she never got it fixed. Like it was crooked and she just kept it that way. But she was saying that before I had even prayed, as I shared my testimony, her jaw popped back in place and she was completely healed. And so it was like, what? And then later we found out that the same thing happened to a lot of other people that had problems with their jaw by the power of the testimony, like they had gotten healed. After that, a few weeks later, the pastor's wife had gone to a conference to preach and she shared my testimony there about what God had done and more people got healed. So it was like God was just multiplying it. And it's just, it's just crazy. And so then um, from that point on, like God like really stirred inside of me and really brought like compassion to me for other people. And like knowing that like, there's a lot of people out there that need healing. And like by sharing our testimony can really encourage people. Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So like what God has done for you can multiply in other people's lives. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's story, we think you'll also like Jeff's story. God has the final say, not cancer. And Renee's story, Spiritual Roots. They'll be linked in the show notes below. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. 
Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.